Sometimes I wish I could just rip the days and the pages out of my story this past year. There has been so much that I have yet to even look at and truly feel it on the inside to let it go. I have days when I want to scream, be alone, and push every person who I've allowed to get relatively close to me these past six months away, far away. My faith and hope in the human race has diminished almost entirely. I've had many days when I've walked into this gym alone and I hate it. I despise all the things that have taken me away from my boys. I blame myself for all the training I've endured for the good of others that has taken me away from the ones who truly mean the most in my life. I get sad. I get really sad. I have questioned every act of kindness I have done for another human being. I regret how much of my heart I have given to others. And regardless of all that I have been through, I still can't help to love and to feel so much compassion for another. To have empathy and to have grace. Right now I am the weakest I have ever been physically, but strongest I have ever been mentally. And I would say emotionally as well. But until I can truly let go, I can simply not rise beyond. And most importantly, I am not done. My story is not over. My crazy feats of conquering the inevitable has not yet subsided. My work is not done. I know without a doubt, God has been creating the fiercest warrior yet. I literally fear nothing because I have been through it all. This is now a fight within myself. It's no longer a fight against the enemies, for they lost a long time ago. This battle is a fight that's with this very girl. Good morning. Good morning. Do you remember where you were when you wrote that? Yeah. Where I was physically or where I was in my life? Maybe we could go with both. This was tw- you said 2019, this right? This was November 13th, 2019. So, oh, wow. like, a year and a half ago. It's before, like, your, or, yeah. the, the people I know here at American Brewery yeah. even working here. So what was that like? You know, I had a really hard time whenever... I, I, I know that companies and businesses go through this, and we've openly have, we've talked about this before, but mm-hmm. um, I had the situation, like, probably... If that was a year and a half ago, I think it was like two years ago mm-hmm. uh, where everybody in like my whole staff, except for like one or two people walked out at American Brew. And the reason that obviously there was some ser- clearly there was some bad management right. going on for like for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a you know, it was a they conspired, you know, together to to do. And, um, you know, the hardest part is that like during this time, whenever I wrote this was like. I was really struggling with not having any closure as to why it happened. Um, but more so the emotional hurt came from because I truly, truly cared about those people. Right. Like I, I loved them like a sister to me. And, um, you know, the, the backlash that I got, um, I, it was really easy for me to blame everything that I did uh, physically or like, you know, like the long, crazy feats that I would do, um, because it pulled me away. Like it pulled me away from American Brew because I'd, I'd have to spend time like training for it. Right. 
And uh, I had a lot of hate built up inside for all of the charitable work that I had done because, you know, to be, to have to go through and like to lose every, everybody like I did it, uh, it was like, it was really, really tough. It's traumatic. It was really, yeah. It's almost traumatic. I, I actually had uh, PTSD. I don't know. Like I, whenever I think of PTSD, I think of things that are like a lot more like, I guess PTSD can have like levels of yeah, like things that you're going through. It's, it's not just like overseeing, yeah. you know, stuff that makes, uh, stays with you emotionally, physically, oh, yeah. mentally. I couldn't, it was like super weird. Like I couldn't even like go out in public for a long time because I just had like, I, I don't know. It's the first time like I had ever experienced that. And it took me a really, really long time to kind of like overcome that and to get over that. Um, but I would walk, I, there were so many times that I'd walk into the gym and I, I just hated it. Like I, I had so much resentment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I had so much resentment and so much hate towards my just fitness journey altogether because I felt like, I mean, there's been so many things and like so many things with my, with my family, my boy's life that I've, that I've had to miss out on because of either my training or, uh, like my, my fitness, uh, journey in a sense of like just growing my brand. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been so many sacrifices that nobody would ever know that I've, that I've had to endure and to go through. And then just to have everything just kind of like fucking fall down. And then, you know, I just kind of blamed it all. Blamed it all on like I, I told myself I'd never do a charity thing again. Um, Look at you now. I yeah, because that's ultimately you know I can't. That that's was, ultimately like what it's like what truly fills my heart and like it makes me it makes me happy. But uh, I think that it's important that that was obviously really extreme, guys. And what I went through was an, a really extreme experience. But uh, whenever you're starting a journey you can't be afraid to go on the journey alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it was a phase of like rebuilding and I still have a hard time trusting people. I Once you get it to a certain place um, of success or like in your journey, I mean, it, it's, it can be like pretty tough to like make good. You have to make a gamble with friends. the people you trust. Yep. You have to make a gamble with the people you trust and that goes with, you know, anything in life really, but there's more, a lot more on the line when you do have these businesses. And I feel like, you know, you don't always have to be alone, but you always have to make the, or define what the relationship Mm -hmm. is as weird as that sounds. It's like, yes, you're my friend, but also this is my business and this is my livelihood and I need to take care of It's easy for it to get, it's easy for it to get cloudy. Cause I mean, and, and now too, like I, um, you know, I am so like, and actually, this is really weird. Also, I would go through all of that again. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there was a there was a, a moment, a very short moment. I want to be clear on that. That I was suicidal. That I I should have gone to the hospital because I literally wanted to kill myself. Mm-hmm. There was like this time where I was like, that's how deep and dark. And for the first time, I truly understood what it meant. Like when people just go into this really really deep hole of just like depression and just feeling like you know you know, they're alone. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, you, obviously my situation was extreme and I 100% would, if I had, 
if I knew, I, I would go through all of it again. I would go through it all again. And you would. I, yeah, I would. And because, like, I mean, everybody that I have here, the team that I've got, I'm stronger for it. I have a stronger resolve. I mean, you know, my relationship with my family, we are tighter, closer than, than I've ever been. Business has been better than it's ever been. The team here at American Brew has been better than it's ever been. We're in been. the golden years right now with yeah. our crew. I always joke. I'm like, I feel like every time I've always started at a job or, uh, um, you know, work there, they're like, oh, you should have been here like three years ago. It was great. Oh, blah, really? Blah, blah. Every time. Uh, yeah, I, I think that companies probably kind of go through that. Yeah, they're like, like, oh, this was, it was just, like, great. Everyone was, it was fun. I feel like I finally found a job where I'm like, okay, I'm in, like, the good years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with a good crew. We're busy. We're making money. You know, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Can't complain. Mm-hmm. I can't complain at all. Mm-hmm. So. But, I mean, you guys, like, again, like, obviously my that story that was like pretty extreme that was like yeah. pretty dark actually i read that and probably because i know like what i was living in, in that moment like whew, yeah that was really up, dark yeah but opening up about the dark places that you goes in gives light to others yeah you know like yeah. those who are in those dark places and that I, needed that inspiration dude i they promise just got it. i promise you guys like going through stuff i know lane has been through like a lot we all this is the thing it's like we've all been through stuff we all go through stuff whether we talk about it or not it you don't have to talk about it i mean we've all been through been through things that have been challenging and um if you haven't don't think that you're going to go through your entire life not experiencing or facing adversity, not experiencing heartache and hurt because you're, you're, you're going to go through that. And the crazy thing is, is that guaranteed you're going to be on both sides right. of that. You are going to be the one that unintentionally will probably hurt another person. Not by intention. I'm not saying like mm-hmm. anybody, n- none of this is, is intentional. Um, but it go it, it goes, it goes both ways. And, um, if, if you have not been the one that's been on the receiving line of the, just the hurt and the hardships and the adversity, you will, you will. So you got to know. Point. And I actually try to, to talk to my boys about that. And it's kind of weird, like with, uh, you know, being, being a, a parent, that your my instinct is to like always protect them but yeah. at the same time the world is not soft and rainbows and cuddly like there's some hard no. stuff out there there is some painful stuff to even look at and to watch and to and then for it to happen to you and they're exposed so much more now with all oh, the yeah. social media oh, like i can't imagine like being a kid growing up and dealing with like online bullying oh yeah that's a real thing. I believe it is. I mean, I got like a tidbit of it because I was like the cusp where social media yeah. started really popping off when I was in uh, early know, high school. You know, I, the best that I can do, and I'm so glad that I have boys. I'd be so scared if I had a girl. I would be like <laughs> petrified. Um, the best girls are I, mean. Girls, girls are, are mean. so mean. They're evil. The, the best that I can do with my boys, though, is to raise them in a way to where they are not on the giving end of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, I try to keep them off of just, like, anything electronic to the best that I can. But, I mean, it's... It's, it's hard. It's really, really it's tough. It's hard we when should, all just the other like kids restric- are doing yeah. it, too. Yeah. I and they say, they're like, what? Put restrictions on them for, like, the best that we can and don't allow them to have certain apps that could, 
you know, just, but, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, we're all going to be exposed to it. The kids are going to be exposed to it. You're going to get hurt eventually. And it's just, you have to understand that, um, that first of all, you're not alone. Like maybe nobody else is experiencing or going through the same things that you're experiencing and going through, but understand that ever there, there's been people go through darkness yeah. and they go down journeys like a fitness journey or opening up a new business or what have you. And, and they, they are alone or they feel alone. And, and for you, and if you're wondering if, if this is how it's supposed to feel and the answer is yes, like sometimes you have to walk the journey alone and sometimes, um, people who are in your life, you don't have to necessarily cut them out. No. Permanently. Yeah. But you have Their to journey create that. Is not your journey. Yeah. You Their have journey. to create that distance. You have to create that distance. Um, and you have to understand that it's not their decision to make. It's exactly what Lena said. It's not their journey. It's your journey. And um, I think, too, like from my experiences of, of doing new things and trying new things, you ha- you're like really vulnerable because it's like you're going down the road without a compass and you're not sure what direction to go. So you have to kind of be like, you're naturally a little bit more open and vulnerable, almost like trying to get directions on like, do I turn left or do I turn right? And then with that, whenever you open yourself up to the vulnerability, it's easy to allow those people to be like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, you're right. an idiot. Like, you know, maybe it's they don't not like understand. that. But, mm-hmm. And some of it can be like super passive aggressive to where you may not even, you know, maybe what they're saying is like, is maybe not, it's all, it's all that bad, but like, what is like the true, true, uh, you know, words and like, what are they truly wanting? Like, you know, for you. So, um, again, and that's really tough too. I mean, that's really, really tough. Uh, and sometimes kind of what Lena and I were saying is that you don't have to cut those people out altogether in your life, but you have to, you have to create a healthy distance. Right. And, and what happens is, uh, that allows for new people to come into your life and to kind of fill that hole for you that are possibly going down a, a similar path. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the exact same path, but no, it could be as similar. long as you have a good support system that believes in your journey as much as you do. Those did, are the people. Did you experience around. any of that whenever? Cause I know, you know, those of you who are just tuning in, Lena was like, I've seen like before pictures of her. She's really gotten her <laughs> shit together. And, uh, you know, 2020, she started like really getting into it. Uh-huh. And then, um, you know, she, she decided to make a, a lifestyle change and a, and a healthy change. Oh, yeah. Did you, did you, cause you kind of went from like party to, I went from party girl did, to, uh, did you lose, did you lose people in your yeah, life or what? Or, they were definitely, like, or, the, or were they like, yeah, go Lena. They were like, go Lena in the beginning, but it's like, I stopped showing up to parties yeah. and I kind of like left that social scene of, um, you know, college. And I also graduated too. So all <laughs> so the people you, you I was go like, to the college. Party. No, I definitely could have. They invited me, but I was like, <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm trying to get my shit together. I don't like the way I look right now. I can't be binge drinking with you guys five days a week. And I didn't have a job at that point. So I was just like, got your shit together, came to American brew. (laughs) And I, like I said, I had to kind of step away from those people, but being here, I met a lot of, not, not. I don't want to say like-minded individuals, but a lot like of gr- a lifestyle. Lot of girls the, a lot of the girls at the brew lift. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like, 
um, lifestyle. We have the same sort of like, you know, we all like working out and we all like, you know, eating healthy and fueling our body. And um, it's a pretty positive really workspace. helped me and helped me stay on top of my shit. And I felt almost accountable because I, I, I saw everything that my coworkers were doing. I was like, I can do that easy. What about your boss? Yeah, and my boss, <laughs> and my boss too. JK, I just needed a, a little shameless tag there. <laughs> but yeah, no, but I, so I didn't know who Ashley was when I started working here. And like, I just, I just knew who she, like, I knew her name was Ashley. I didn't know what she was like famous for and like what people knew her for. And then, so I started working here and that was kind of like midst of me working on. I was like, oh shit. I was like, well, I'm in the right place that I need mm. to be now for where I'm at, at in my life. It's funny so, how things just kind of happen. It just kind of happened. It was just a random rainy day, and I just asked for an application here. And I Had just, you been into the brew before? No. No? No. Where else I, did you apply? Jazeer. You did? Yeah. I was, <laughs> this is bad. I was hungover with my boyfriend, and we're like, Ugh, let's go get breakfast. It was like super rainy out. And he lived on Short Drive where American Brew is. So I was like, let's go check out this place. They have breakfast burritos. I love breakfast burritos. So we went there and it was like pouring rain. Poor Liz was in the window by herself. And I was like, this looks cool. I was like, hey, you hiring? She, and she gave me an application and then I turned it in the next day. And then I was hired a week later. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Seriously. American Brew hasn't been the same, same since. Uh, right. With Lena gracing us with her. It was just a weird her. chance. Just a weird. Yeah. The universe brought me here. Yeah. And, um, uh, and Liz had her baby last yes. night. Oh, we got the text like pretty late. I don't want to give any deets. No, I don't want to give any deets. We're not going to give any deets, but um, our manager... Uh, she popped last night and, uh, I'm looking at a picture. I love the little, so yeah, if you're, we've, we've had a, so many customers come in and ask like, Oh, did Liz have her baby? And, uh, Oh my God, I was working she... yesterday and I had 15, I'm not even kidding. I counted. It was like yeah. 15 customers. They're like, where's Liz? I'm like, okay. Movie star. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she is famous around yeah, here. She, she's going she to start doing stuff. like, yeah. Um, but that's pretty awesome. And I think that I, I'm, I know that you've been working hard and you've made a lot of sacrifices and, and it shows. And I think that, uh, I mean, there's a lot of the girls here, they train. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure like most, most All of us. them do. In fact, I, uh, I clean up my closet. What was that, like two weeks ago? And I yes. brought all my old, like, no, it wasn't old. There's, was, like, some good stuff in there. I'm wearing one of them right now. Nice. Oh, yeah, sports bra. Yeah. So I brought in, like, so every once in a while I like to purge my drawers and my closets because I just, I get so much stuff all the time. And, you know, instead of just taking it to, like, a donation center, like, I know that these girls here would, like, really appreciate it. And because we're pretty much, like, all the same size also. Uh-huh. And uh, so I put I put all my clothes out and I was like look guys it was like everybody it was just like putting to get- me in a piranha tank I know dude I was so I, I had to put like restrictions on these guys I was like look <laughs> everybody get like two or three pieces and that's it everybody's gotta have their opportunity to like pick through like the pile I was but so mad I, I got here so late to it I know. and I was like what I'm like this is what's left yeah and she's like all the girls showed up this morning yeah, I was like I know. motherfucker 
motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised that you didn't come earlier and tried to get in. I on worked. That. I think that night shift. So I was like, oh, why would I come and in we all, earlier? Yeah, we all know that Lena likes to sleep. So yeah. We are really excited to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped.com, the premium brand for men's grooming and hygiene products. And I'll be honest, they're products that I also like to steal when Blue is not around. If you've been a Reborn listener for a while, you know I'm a huge fan of, the, of Manscaped and their perfect package kit. They are an all-in-one grooming tool and formulations for the modern man. Taking in feedback from millions of customers across the globe, Manscaped obsessively engineered the next generation of groin and body trimmers by focusing on intelligent functionality and perfecting the ultimate grooming experience. And now, Manscaped has just launched their fourth generation trimmer, and brand new lawnmower 4.0. I actually got this in the mail a couple weeks ago, and it's different. It looks different. It feels different, and it's an awesome piece of equipment that you will want to add to your vanity in your bathroom. Um, I'm definitely excited to have been one of the first ones to try it, and it's waterproof. It's a cordless trimmer, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and the details on the 4.0 are next level and everything that you've come to expect from Manscaped. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer uses these advanced ceramic blades with skin-safe technology that helps reduce nicks and cuts, which can easily be replaced so you always have a clean and close shave. And it features an all-new wireless charging system that uses electromagnetic induction to charge a premium lithium-ion battery. The tri-level power status indicator LEDs on the front will light up individually to show you the battery life. And it is super handy, guys. An overcharging and over-discharging protection circuit helps enhance battery performance. Seriously, guys, you can get up to 90 minutes of use on a full charge. So that means that Lane and I could go freaking hiking down the Blue Ridge Mountains for months and months and come back and we can have 90 minutes of use to clean up everything needed to clean up to be well fit for civilization once again. It also has an all-new travel lock feature, so you don't have to worry about your trimmer turning on when you don't want it to. That could lead in some big mistakes. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your preferred hair length with four trimmer guard options. Check out the two-tone black finish that features a hot foil stamped Manscaped logo. Show that mower off loud and proud, guys. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. They supply the right tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off plus free international shipping instantly at manscaped.com forward slash Ashley. Again, that's manscaped.com forward slash A-S-H-L-E-Y for 20% off. 
we are getting right into our listener questions. Oh, I had a, a different question. One that we don't really get asked a lot, but I thought this would be cool. Um, if you had $1,000 to start a business, what would you do and why? If I had a thousand dollars to start a business, what would I do and why? Yeah. Um, I've, I I know what I would do. I I think I know what you would do too. What what would I do? I would say ice cream shop. I don't know if you can start a business with a thousand dollars for an ice cream you shop. Can work your way up, ice cream truck. Maybe if I got, <laughs> no, I, you can't get an ice cream truck with for a thousand dollars, Lena. <laughs> you know, like those little ice cream balls that you put on and you like roll them across your floor. Yeah, they make the single service. <laughs> Maybe that would fit into a budget of a thousand dollars. Be right back. Let me go roll your ice cream yep. for forty-five minutes. <laughs> Bye, sir. <laughs> one one at a time. One moment, sir. Um, if I if I had a thousand dollars to start a business, I would. There's a couple things I would do actually. Okay. I um, would. Don't don't don't. I promise I'm gonna <laughs> say it. I would either do like some sort of screen screen printing because okay. you can buy like pretty cheap machines. There's there's one that I had. I think it was like five or six hundred dollars that it could do like a hat press. Oh, that's cool. A shirt press. I think it even do like coffee mugs. It was like pretty versatile. Um, I would do that. I would make sure all of the equipment that I bought at the time was used equipment or that I could get it on either like offer up or Facebook marketplace. Uh, I love and Facebook then marketplace. What, what you guys have to do is like whenever you want to start like, and you, you can start a small business like with, I don't know. I feel like there's so much that you could do with a thousand dollars. Um, but you just, you have to start really, really small and go like the, the cheapest way possible without, um, you still got to put out a good product, yeah, right? You can't sacrifice. Quality. And so, and so what you do after that, you take that money that you would make over the course of a couple months and you would put it back into the business. That's, that's very important. You put it back into the business Shows and then you'd buy better equipment. You would buy, uh, maybe a website. Oh, maybe open up a bank account, okay. get an LLC. Um, but I will say that, um, there is a lot of, false misconceptions that in order to have a business, you have to have like an office, right. like a fancy office. Cubicle. In fact, I get most of my work done, like at my house, at the bar in my house, like the, the kind of, whenever I come here, I'm like highly, highly distracted because it's really open. And although <laughs> I like to be here and like, you know, and I am here, however, yes, it's are. really hard for me to be like super productive and work because I'm like a, a, I'm like squirrel all the time. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go down there. Oh, look, there's that customer. What are they talking about? The AD. Yeah. I, the oh, AD yeah. kicks I have it. I have it bad. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and then it doesn't help whenever I drink a lot of coffee and then I just, I'm literally like all over the place. So next question. All right. This is for my, my cocktail lovers out there. Is it bad? How bad is alcohol for the body if I'm training six days per week? Well, it depends how much you're drinking, first off. Yeah. If you're, there's if you're a lot of training. How much, much are you drinking? drinking? What are you drinking? Um, I mean, I have. You say you. I have, like, I have like a beer a day. That's not bad. I have a beer a I mean, day or like a, a coffee a whiskey a day. A case of beer a day. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to And talk. then I try to have like a. I, I typically have like. I have typically have like a, a beer a day. I'm like really into um, a, a day, it's called a shoof beer. It's like a cherry beer that I really like. Shoof? Uh, shoof. 
Shoof. You have to say you have to say it like that. Like, did you get that around here? I did. Dude, this is really weird. I uh I get it from uh like a, a vape shop actually. It's like my <laughs> secret place that they have all of the best beer. How much cardio do you feel is right? week on a weekly basis for keeping and maintaining muscle okay well i would suggest doing hit hot high interval high intensity interval training first of all that's where you like go really hard for an uh, x amount of time you come down you let your heart rate rest for an x amount of time um but like you guys it's literally (laughs) it's it's science it's like how much protein like if you're burning these calories you got to be putting in the calories. You got to be, you got to be consuming the protein. And so, mm-hmm. um, I would say it definitely like the type of cardio matters. I would try to do, um, the hit training, but then also you got to just be refueling yourself and, and just getting in more protein. Mm. Good to know. Um, you don't, okay. I'm going to ask this, but I think I know the answer already. What's your favorite pre-workout to use? You don't use pre-workout, though, do you? No, I don't use pre There's one from First Form. I think it's called Ignite. That it's, a, it's their intro workout, actually, that I've used it twice. And it's been pretty good, actually. But I don't do pre-workout because I, I'm always working out in the morning and I always have like two cups of coffee, so it doesn't really make sense yeah. for me to like caffeine overload. Yeah, and then to go have pre workout. You tweak. <laughs> I would. I think it would. I honestly think it'd like give me a headache or something. So probably. Um, but the times, the times that I've had to work out a little bit later, I'll do like a um, like an intro workout because sometimes mm-hmm. the pre workout is like a little bit too strong for me. So what's the difference between intro and pre? I didn't know there was a difference. Uh, I'm not actually really sure. I'd have to compare the labels, but the intro workout without me being able to properly educate um, what just like on like a super like easy to understand level is that the, uh, the pre-workout is a lot stronger than like the intro Okay. So workout. it's like probably less caffeine in there. Yeah. Less. And it's like made for endurance. I don't know. I'm actually going to go home and look now cause I am curious yeah, as I to why I prefer the, there has the, to be like an ingredient either in there or not in there that I really like. Yeah. Huh. Maybe it's like less creatine or something. Yeah. I'll have to look. All right. Let's, I want to kind of end it on like a, a serious note because we did get a little serious today. Um, so this one, this listener wants to know, how do you handle the days that you, you hate yourself and your life? That's dark. I hope you don't hate yourself and your life every day. Dude, I mean, those I, days. I went through that, though. Yeah, you did. No, you absolutely did. I, well, I mean, I hope now and I hope this listener who asked this question isn't going through something like that. Yeah. I don't wish that on anyone. But yeah, how, I, do you, uh, how did you handle it? I, on my, on my hardest days, I, I pulled my boys super, super close to me. Yeah. And, and they, I mean, they, they, I, I, I didn't hold back. I mean, it was like, they, they saw that I was, they knew that I was going through something hard. They saw me break down. I told, and they, you know, and they were like pretty concerned. And I said, you guys, I said, I'm just, I was like, mommy's going through some really hard things right now, but I, you know, life is not easy and I know that every day I will get stronger and I will get better and I will figure out how to overcome what I'm facing and I think that it's important again I know we like kind of talked about like 
sheltering our kids like and how do we know like what to shelter them from and stuff and you know some things kids don't have any business like you know being stressed out about or like knowing about right now because it's irrelevant to their life however I wanted them I wanted them to know and to see that like their mom was going through some hard things and uh, that it was really really difficult for me um, at the time emotionally mentally uh, and physically as well but that I would overcome them, that their mom didn't stop. And uh, I made it a point, though, whenever whatever I was facing and, you know, coming back into American Brew and even at the at the gym that I had at the time, American Sled Dogs, I never allowed my staff to see me break down. I never allowed my staff to see me cry or um, or just to see me be like an utter mess and a shit show. I think that was really important. And um, it wasn't that like they, they knew that I was rebuilding and that I was, you know, it wasn't a secret mm-hmm. either. However, I didn't allow, I didn't allow them to see me break down on the floor. I would go upstairs actually in that bathroom and just fucking break down, lock the door. Like I was going to the bathroom and I'd have my moment. I freaking wipe away the tears yep. and I'd go back down there and I'd be like, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is what I need. And this is, this is how we're going to overcome the problem that we're facing today. And, um, you know, whoever wrote that, like you, I think if you can tell yourself that you're not alone, mm-hmm. that other people are going through that really hard, it's not going to be the same thing, but know that you're not alone and that it's okay to feel that way, but you can only allow yourself to feel that way for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. every day. I think there's no shame too. And also, you know, whatever your situation is, maybe take a step back for a, a day or something or a few hours and really like reevaluate what's making you unhappy or what you need to do to find success. And I don't think there's any shame also in, you know, reaching out to someone Uh, that you trust and saying, Hey, look, I'm going through this really hard time. I don't know what to do. Like, what do you think? Mm -hmm. And, you know, take the help that you can get sometimes, you don't. again, we've said this, you don't always have to do everything alone. If you have to, then yes, that is your path. Sometimes you do have to do things alone, Mm -hmm. but if you have the option to have people along on that journey with you, take it Mm -hmm. because those people are there to support you. And, you know, looking back, I realized for me personally that there were probably a lot of people that I could have reached out to that I didn't because I was kind of like in a tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. I was in a tunnel vision. And, and, and then, and then at the time, you know, that was like blue and I were not together. We were separated for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I didn't have him in my life and, um, I, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I know up over here. Yeah. I know that there, there were people looking back that I probably, even if they were like older friends that I could have called that maybe were not into my everyday life, but they were, they cared for me. And, um, I did remember at one time I did try to go talk to somebody like a professional. I think there's no shame. No girl. This was like, I don't know if I'll ever like go talk to like a counselor again. Cause I remember she, she looked at me cause I was like explaining like everything that I did mm-hmm. and just kind of like also having a really large social media and like the pressures that come with social media. I swear to you, she looked at me like she was just lost. She had no idea what to, she kept saying like, well, how does that make you feel? She Why do you feel not. that way? No, dude, I swear. <laughs> I would pinky swear with you right now that like, 
And I remember, Maybe I just, she just remember, wasn't I tried it twice. Right fit for you. Yeah, probably like the, the right fit. But I, I think it like is tough for somebody to understand. Or like glass slippers. Like you just got to find the right fit. Yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah. I just feel like there's like so much that has happened in my life. Like how do you catch a therapist yeah. up? Like that would take like many hours for me to be like. She would have to listen to all of Reborn. Seasons <laughs> yeah. one and two. And then she'd get right. it. She'd be like, okay, now we can talk. Yeah. Dude, that's so true. I'd be like. Yeah. Just listen to my podcast. Yeah. Once you get to what are we, season <laughs> two episode, I don't know, like nine or something. Yeah. Oh like my God. get 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 here and then Then we can then talk. we can set up an appointment. But you right. have to understand. <laughs> yeah, we we do we talk we get we get we talk about a lot of stuff on the Reborn podcast. Um yeah, so I'll just end it on that, guys. And I don't want this to kind of be like a downer episode no. at all because I mean we did talk about like a lot of hard things, but um understand on your journey, just kind of to like recap what we talked about, that it's you're going to be alone at times and you have to be okay walking the journey alone and the people who come into your life and they try to persuade you or want you to think other otherwise you have to tell yourself that and remind yourself that it is not their journey that they are embarking on that it is yours and um don't allow that things are going to be thrown at you from from left field and you can't allow that to change the direction or the course that you're on. So keep your eyes set in the direction that you want to go. Um, and a lot of things you have to understand too, that like it's, it is difficult to know the actual turns and the way to get to your destination or to get where you want to go. Um, but as the turns come up and like, whether you should go left or whether you should go right or uh, on your journey, when you're faced with that, the, the answer in front of you will reveal itself. You'll, you'll know which path you're supposed to take in order to get to your destination. And some paths are, are a lot more difficult than others. And, um, but sometimes we have to go through those paths of the brokenness and, um, of the hard, you know, the dark, hard roads to get to ultimately like a beautiful destination. Peaks and valleys. You just got to trust the process. So, and know that you're not alone and don't be afraid to get out there and, uh, and to talk to somebody. And at the end of the day, like Lena, when you surround yourself with like-minded, positive people, it really does help you along your journey. Oh, absolutely. And that you're never alone. Absolutely. So my name is Ashley Horner. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Miss Lena Del Rey. We're going to, we're going to go out there and light up our workout today. Beach it. You said you were working out. I am working out. I'm in my workout gear, but I might go to the beach later as well. I'm going to go to the beach too. (laughs) Actually, I hope I can go to the beach. I don't know. I have a really busy day. All right, guys. Peace out. Peace. Give us reviews. Give us feedback. Let us know what you think. And uh, we will see you on the flip side. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.